0: Hello, hello, everyone. This is Kenny from the Big Sky State. I want to welcome you and thank you so much for joining me here on Cutting Fences. This is a podcast that advocates for the incredible people in the agricultural population who have suffered injuries, accidents, or have disabilities. Enjoy these amazing individuals' stories, experiences, equipment, life hacks, and more. This is a space molded to cultivate compassion, empathy, and support. So join my guests and I in eliminating barriers and uniting fields while we plant seeds of support to harvest humanity. Thank you so much for listening and I invite you to be so inspired. Uh, morning everybody. This is Kendra and Dwayne today uh, celebrating the one year anniversary of Cutting Fences starting. So it's really exciting to have Dwayne back on here, especially right now because he's had some exciting things happen in the past month, really. Uh, so, Dwayne, welcome back.
1: Hi, Kendra. How are you today?
0: I'm good. I'm glad to be recording again. It seems crazy that a year's gone by.
1: <laughs> well, I know. I was just saw on your on your Facebook page yesterday that you said it's been one year, I think, since we launched and it and, uh, was so exciting to get to be on your first podcast. <laughs> it's very cool and that, that you asked me back, and I appreciate it, and I thank you for all your help, not just for me, but uh, also for everybody that you're helping through the state. And congratulations on the successes that you're having.
0: Well, thank you so much, and thank you for your support through it all. Uh, so I'd love it if you tell us a little bit about the equipment that you've gotten in the last month. Uh, we can start with the wheelchair and how people have really reached out to support you in a big way.
1: Yep it's been it's been a, a exciting few months. A few, well, I think it was shortly after the first of the year, um, I started looking at some options because of some of the way things are, we're trying to uh, avoid making, hiring help, Um, things are getting a little tight, fuel's high, all those expenses, and if we can get me on more equipment quickly, easily, and make it last, we decided, or I decided, Kind of with Kendra's encouragement, but I had been toying with the idea of maybe trying to find some, some better options for being able to get into equipment, and uh, and uh, so that was one part of it. I, I knew of a lift called the Life Essentials Lift that uh, you put on the back of your pickup. It's a um, flatbed lift. If you want to go on YouTube and see what it looks like, it's just Life Essentials Mobility is... I've I've seen a few of them. I've never never actually have been on one. Uh, one of my friends from Craig had one. Uh, I knew he had it, and he was really liked it. Um, their farming situation had changed, so he doesn't use it as much as he plants. But but he's still doing well, a young man. And uh, we decided if I'm going to keep getting on this equipment, we had one tractor that I was I can get on. It had a lift, a, a lift called a coach lift, which is uh, works very well, in fact, uh, and it's an uh, option. But if you're going to move from, say, tractor to tractor, tractor to slather, tractor to combine, tractor to that tractor, it's pretty well. It's, you know, I mean, you put weld brackets on the tractor and then you bolt the system onto that. So you know, it's a, quite a change. We we were working on ways of moving it easily. We looked at the slather, didn't know how we were going to mount on it. Uh, last fall, I did start getting on a, on a swather, and it was working pretty well. But it was all muscle and my shoulders. Well, as I aged, I decided that, you know, that's probably not going to go forever. Uh, we started using a little different tractor to feed during the summer or during the winter. And uh, it, um, it was kind of tricky that way. I uh, had to get, use somebody else to help me get on that. New Holland tractor for a while and about the last time we used it this spring Um, my help didn't get there to help me get in the tractor and when they got there I was in the seat so I figured that out I got on it three or four times more after that and then Mm I we I went reached out to vocational rehab which is a program that's a federal program but it's administered in each state a little different in Montana it's administered to to the DPHHS Department of Health and Human Services. Um, and each each region of the state has different counties. The people that I reached out to were actually in Haver. And uh, they sent some paperwork and what I wanted to do. And I'd always been a little bit uh, careful about um, using them because I thought, well, you know, if I get stuff from them, then they're going to want something back. And I guess that's the you know, conservative part of me. It's like I need that. But it was like, you know, somebody's going to get those <laughs> funding. Um, if I can uh, get myself back and keep myself into the workforce longer, uh, you start using your shoulders as everything in your life, but you're uh, in your 60s, you're not going to do that for very long. I reached out, did the application. They came through, uh, visited with me in person, uh, got my plan. Uh, figured out, and we applied, apply, I was uh, approved at the highest level, and I think it was in uh, June or July, probably June, uh, I was finally notified that I had been approved for this lift. Well, then you have to set the logistics of when they can have it ready, and with all of the supply shortages, it took them uh, over a month to get my lift ready, so I got through July, I, I was doing some you know, getting some raking done, some hay done, but but uh, then, um, I went down. Uh, my wife and I, we we drove my pickup to Indiana, just halfway between Chicago and Indianapolis, and uh, they they spent a couple of days and put the lift on. Uh, it was kind of interesting. We we got home on Thursday evening. We left on the previous Friday. Um, And we got home on Thursday evening. Uh, Before I pulled in the yard, my son texted me and said, can you go swathing tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I'll be there. And uh, ended up getting on the swather. It was about, I think it was 11 o'clock I got on the swather. Uh, He got it all moved and did all that. And I went swathing until um, I got I got back to uh, got off the swather at one o'clock in the morning. So I went thirteen hours that first day uh, wow. on the swather, and it was exciting and fun. It was a week from um, today we got home, and in the well, it was longer. It was ten days ago. That first week from the third, it was the first ten days we were home. I uh, between the tractor and the swather, uh, the swather and the rake, and the valence, I had put sixty some hours on that tractor on the on on a piece of equipment in that ten days. So, wow,
0: that's amazing. You know, I would
1: have done a lot. I would have done a lot of that, but at least now when I can stay down in the field, maybe when there's not somebody right there that might have to come rescue me or whatever. And uh, so, feel it, I, I, the first time I got on the swather with the lift, it took about 15 minutes now it's down to about five minutes because
0: i learned the tricks to do it wow yeah well that is a very life-changing piece of equipment and two very very special organizations to get it for you both Volk rehab and life essentials in general um so how do you feel that that it will make your life so much easier what do you think the biggest positives of having that lift will be for you Uh, i
1: think the positive is going to be that it's going to extend the length of time that I can continue to 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 do to do the work because you know all it would take and then it affects your whole life. But if I tear a rotator cuff or a labrum on my mm-hmm. shoulder, that basically is my mobility. It's my ability to transfer from the bed to my chair to the to the toilet, to Mm -hmm. the shower, and so you lose all of that. So when your arms and shoulders become your legs, which they're not designed, and that's one of the biggest things they spend in rehab is teaching you to take care of your shoulders if you're going to be similar to my type of injury. um, You know, that's a a huge thing, and and so that's a big thing. So I think it will extend the the years of time that I can spend it also gives me access to um, other other avenues. If the neighbors need somebody running a grain cart, now I can get in those tractors. Um, mm-hmm. If uh, and you know we we might I might do that once our we'll be done haying pretty much this week. You know, maybe then I go to the neighbors. You need somebody on your grain cart, part time or full time for that matter, through harp and like. Somebody said, well, come and help me decorate my Christmas, put my mm-hmm. Christmas lights up for Or, you know, and there's things I can reach now to do service, even to check the, check the oil on a tractor. Mm-hmm. I can check the oil or I can add oil. I can lift the hood and put any, you know, coolant into the radiator, things that I could not have done from the ground, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, and I love how you mentioned that because... um As most of you know, I'm consulting a little bit for Life Essentials, but they are so proud of the opportunities that their lifts bring and as they should be um, just for the egg population, but it goes so far beyond it. As you mentioned, keeping your body as functional as possible and having a proper lift to do the things so that you can do things like getting out of bed or getting on the toilet, uh, which is all quality of life. So I just appreciate so much what Life Essentials does Uh, with their lifts and what they offer well your life duane is becoming way more accessible you just now moved into a new place that's much more accessible than your old house do you want to tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah well we you know we have been my wife over the since i got hurt but it's been six and a half years now we we knew we've had some issues with our house over time uh it was a you know a not a split level, but it's two level house. Um, so we had the garage, I had an elevator to get me in the house, put the powers out, you know, how do you get in those kinds of things. So, and we, you know, we have a small generator so we can plug it in and get in and I could get upstairs, uh, one step at a time on my butt, lifting myself up. I mean, I could do those kinds of things, but you know, we're, we're farming, you know, we've got ranch and, and we got the kids, Uh, The barn and the shop and everything's on one place. We're scattered out a little bit. So we just, kids were kind of talking about maybe building something, uh, a house. And my wife and I got thinking, well, why build something away from the barn and the shop and all those kinds of things? Maybe we should look at building a single level, one level house um, so that we no longer have stairs to deal with. We can put wide doors in. We can put a true roll-in shower because the shower we had had a ledge. I mean, I could get in and out of it, but it discourages, you know, it was, a, it was a little extra work. Uh, once in a while, you'd miss a transfer. I end up on the floor and have to figure out how to get myself back up in the chair. And, you know, if it, you it, it, it do it. Well, so she started designing the house and, and spent quite a while. We got on a list. Well, his local guy is usually about two years out, so she's been planning this house. So, like our, you know, now um, a lot of our doors, instead of have swing open doors, that we have uh, pocket doors. So, you mm-hmm. don't, and I would recommend if somebody's building a house, use pocket doors because you don't lose the area behind the door all the time everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. use a pocket door into your bathroom and bedroom, some of your bedrooms and stuff. So, we made one end of the house is pretty much um, where our bathroom is, our bedroom is, are the master bath, the master bedroom, and the utility room, and then the kitchen's like dining room, living room in the middle, and then we have two bedrooms over on the other end of the house. Uh, some of that was planned for, say, that down the road, um, either Carrie or I is in a situation where we need long-term you know live in health care rather than uh, having to go to a home or assisted living you know maybe you hire you know uh, a caregiver that can live and they would basically have their own other end of the house with their own bathroom and bedroom and stuff you know that that i know some people have done that It's actually far cheaper to hire somebody like that and have them live there than for you to go into a home um, in our community, uh, there's not really an assisted living, so you go right from from your home, and then all of a sudden you have to go to either leave the community mm-hmm. or you go to the home. Mm-hmm. You know, and so well, that's you know part of it. It's a, it's an awesome situation.
0: Well, it's so exciting for you to have all these amazing changes happening in your life, and just being able to have a little bit more ease throughout your day, and to not have to. No focus on getting from point A to point B, whether it be in the field or in your house. Uh, it's just really exciting, and I'm uh, so happy for you.
1: The um, so other part of my life, I do some lay ministry, and and I have uh, a couple manual chairs, and and uh, actually one of them's on its very last leg, and the other one, one of the backrests was broken. And I was getting out of my chair at the church one day, and and uh, and they. Uh, they said, well, your chair's broken. I said, yeah, and I can't seem to get the parts. And I still don't have the parts. I've had them on order since the first part of May. And uh, and I said, to my other one's on its last leg, too. And she said, well, we're going to have our annual meeting at church, and, and we'd really like to help you out with that. She said, how much is a chair? And I said, well, I'm not sure, but I said probably between $3,500 and $4,000. And so... Um, so they go to the annual meeting and decided they were going to give me some help, not the full amount, but they gave me a substantial amount toward that chair. And then yeah. actually, another church person kicked in the rest of it uh, individually. And so I ended up with a brand new um, annual chair. I was fortunate enough, I got fitted for it in Billings, and Kendra was actually able to come over and, and uh, participate in the bidding. Mm -hmm. Um, i think that maybe had been a first for you i don't know if you've been around that before or not or at least in in your official capacity yeah not officially
0: yeah well i just want to thank duane for being back on the show a year later and letting us know of all the amazing piece of equipment that he's getting and i just wish him a to have all the function and ease with his life with all this new um, accessibility. And I want to extend a large, large thank you to Life Essentials and especially Montana Vocational Rehab for making this all possible for him. Um, So happy one year, listeners. Thank you so much for all of your support. I appreciate you so much. I want to extend my greatest gratitude to my amazing sponsors. My prime sponsors include Joyce Fuel & Feeds, Helena Agri Enterprises and Torgersons. My choice sponsors include Stockman Bank, Nutrilix, Wilbur Ellis. My select sponsors include Montana Cattlemen's Association and Hoven Equipment Company. Thank you so much to all my sponsors for making this possible.